Thank you for joining us for Redeemer Radio's share While we might not have people available to answer phones right now, depending on when you're listening to this, you can always donate online at RedeemerRadio.com slash donate. And you can find more information about share and the different hours at RedeemerRadio.com slash share And please share this podcast with your friends and family so that others can hear about the mission of Redeemer Radio and support it as well. All right, and good morning, everyone. This is going to be a little bit tricky in the beginning because I was not expecting to host. <laughs> but welcome to the first Sherathon hour of the day. We are with the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. My name is Sean. I am usually just an engineer behind the scenes, but uh, today you get to hear my golden voice. So with us today are Sister Emmanuel, Sister Regina, and Caitlin. Thank you so much for joining us today, ladies. Thank you for having us. All right. Would one of you, would one of you please begin us with a prayer? Yes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Eternal Father, we ask you through your Son, Jesus Christ, and the intercession of Mary to pour forth your Holy Spirit upon Redeemer Radio and all listening. Please renew and transform us so that our work of evangelization will bear fruit for your kingdom. Root us deeply in the heart of your Son so that we may radiate him more fully, sharing with others the good news of salvation in Christ, who alone is the fulfillment of all human desiring. Transform our families, make of us shining lights, beacons of hope that reach those who are far from you, drawing them back to your fold. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, For anyone who is joining us today, our goal for this hour is $2,000. When we hit 10 pledges total, we get a $500 bonus, which very easily takes care of a quarter of that goal for us. Mm -hmm. So let's just get 10 pledges, any amount, $1, $5. If you donate $120, you look uh, right behind Sister Emmanuel. Pope is waving to us from the window, and he is wearing a very soft, very comfortable, made-for-greatness t-shirt. That shirt, uh, my wife instantly asked me to bring one home because it is so soft and comfortable. Uh, You get that for $120. That may seem a little expensive for a t-shirt, but that is what it costs for us to do one hour of programming here at the station. Uh, We have two ends of the diocese. We cover Fort Wayne, South Bend and everything in between. Uh, We have two offices, two towers. Actually, there might be more than two. I'm still learning these things. (laughs) But uh, for us to do all of that across this entire area, it costs about $120 an hour. So you will be sponsoring one hour of radio, essentially, uh, and get that T-shirt as a thank you gift. Also, if you donate $500, you can become a day sponsor. You will get six messages uh, played for you throughout the day for anything on a special occasion, whether it be your anniversary, your parents' anniversary, a uh, birthday of a loved one, a uh, special event at your parish, uh, anything that you may want to com- commemorate on that day, uh, you can get the message played throughout the day six times for $500. Uh, there are notes here somewhere to tell me what the other times, but I know that if you donate more, the number of plays that go, go up. Uh, I'll get that information to you later. Anyways, on to our guests, which you are much more interested in than my voice. Uh, Sisters, if for anyone who may be joining us on Facebook or on YouTube, we'll see that there is a distinct difference between the three of you. Um, Some more subtle than others in those three differences. Uh, But would you care to explain that to us, please? Sure. Well, my name is Sister Regina, and if you can see me, I'm wearing a black veil and you can't see this really well, but I'll hold up my wedding ring. <laughs> so I'm married to Jesus. He's the best husband ever. And that's why these two are here, because they want to marry him, too. <laughs> I'm a novice. Oh, I'm Sister Emmanuel. And if you can see, I'm wearing a white veil. So a novice is new. I'm a new sister. I was invested last August, August 1st. And uh, right now I'm in my second year of being a novice and I'm studying the vows and God willing, 
please pray for me. I make vows, temporary vows, um, this next August. Yeah, my name's Caitlin, and if you can see me, I'm wearing this lovely blue jumper. Um, I just entered the convent approximately a week and a half ago. Um, yeah, so even more new than Sister Emmanuel, I, yeah, like I'm just here to discern and see that this Lord has put a prompting on my heart, so I'm here to discern it. And so I'm just being formed in our way of life, in our charism, um, just going deeper into scripture, into the heart of the Lord, and see if, uh, Lord willing, this is the life that he has for me. So. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you so much, sisters. Uh, one thing I did forget to mention, if for anyone who would like to to give to help us to reach that $2,000 goal, those 10 donations to hit the bonus, um, the uh, ways to do that are you can call or text 260-436-9598. Again, you can call that number or you can text the word give. You can also go to RedeemerRadio.com slash give or the Redeemer Radio, dot com, Redeemer Radio app, uh, you can also get there to donate. Um, so ladies, for the people in this area, if anything, you are known as the Sisters on the Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, some people don't know any more than that. Some people know you very well through Marion High School or other works that you do. What are some of the things that you do in the area? Um, well, we're up on the hill, as you said, and we're so blessed to be on a hill. It's one of the highest points in Mishawaka, and it's um, affectionately called Mount Alverno or Mount Laverna. Um, it's named after the place where Francis was praying when he received uh, his vision of Jesus crucified as a seraph and uh, received the wounds of Jesus called the stigmata, which is a feast we celebrate in our Franciscan calendar tomorrow. Um, and just like St. Francis, we adore Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. And that's our um, that's the most cherished occupation of our hearts is perpetual adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. So um, since 1863, our community has been carrying on adoration uh, day and night without ceasing of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. So that's one thing that we do up there on the hill. And some other things that we do... <clears throat> We have apostolates in healthcare and teaching, and so um, we sponsor a hospital system, Franciscan Alliance. And so we have sisters that work in the hospital um, with mission integration or as nurses, um, you know, other things like that. Uh, We have nursing schools. um, Yeah. And then uh, teaching, too. So, yeah, we have some teachers at Marion High School um, at St. Matt's. Our sisters um, teach anywhere from uh, kindergarten to um, in grad school. Um, we have, um, yeah, principals, um, all sorts in teaching. So, yeah, any jobs. Excellent. Thank you so much. Um, I know personally I have done work in youth ministry and things and a lot of uh, the high school kids that I've worked with uh, are from Marion or just from the area that have a lot of interactions uh, with the sisters and have never had anything negative to say. Mm -hmm. Uh, Always love spending time uh, with the sisters, with the novices and with everyone. Um, You're always such a welcoming, such a joy filled uh, and such a... um, prayerful group um, that I know you've been a great influence on many of the teenagers that I've worked with over the years. Um, So thank you so much for that. Um, Was not prepared. (laughs) So Caitlin, you said that you just recently, uh, I was sorry, I was multitasking. How long ago did you uh, recently start become or join? Oh, last Sunday. Last Sunday. Wow. (laughs) You're really fresh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So what was the process like for that for you? Hmm. Well, I met the sisters um, about two years ago, and I'd already been discerning religious life for a couple years before that. Um, Met the sisters. I actually didn't want to join them at all. I didn't like their habit. I thought they were kind of boring. (laughs) (laughs) There was another order that I really wanted to enter, and I was like, all right, well, these sisters are cool. I'll be their friend. Um, But then I just growing a relationship with them. The Lord um, showed me the pride and vanity of my heart. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and then just through like the relationships that I had, just kind of opened my eyes. And so 
I reached out to Sister Ignatia, who's our vocations director, hmm. and started talking to her pretty consistently. And then uh, started coming on a few visits, um, met with our superior, and then um, got I um, the kind of the way it goes. You come, and you visit, you get to, you spend some time with the sisters, and then eventually you can ask for papers, which um, basically starts the application process more officially. And so I asked for papers um, back in December, um, and then started the process of just meeting with Sister Ignatia um, on a little deeper level to kind of discuss like just my story and then going through that process of you know like physical psyche vows and all that stuff until uh praise the lord was accepted uh, at the mm-hmm. end of the spring so and do you have any classmates yes oh so yeah <laughs> so i have two classmates uh claire vaguely who's from columbus just like me and then uh kelly arms who is from uh seymour indiana so way down mm-hmm. south so the three of us entered together um last sunday excellent um so you, what area, where, where are you from, Caitlin? Um, I'm from uh, Columbus, Ohio. Um, okay. I, lived, I lived in Westfield the past few years, but grew up in Delaware, so mm-hmm. right around there. Very nice. I feel like a lot of the uh, sisters in this area are from not too far away. I feel like Columbus is the farthest I've heard of off the top of my head. Um, are a lot of the sisters from kind of farther out? We have some from, uh, we have a sister from New York. We have a sister from um, South Texas. Dakota, yeah, Texas. Um, yeah, they, they are kind of from randomly around mm-hmm. the country, but most of them are from like our diocese or close by, Lafayette Diocese. Uh, yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Sisters, if one of you wouldn't mind looking at the sign right here, yes. looking towards me, or, or there might be one behind you also, um, would you mind giving everyone that number to call or text uh, so that they can donate? 260-436-9598. You can call or text GIVE to 436-9598. Excellent. You can also go to RedeemerRadio.com slash GIVE or the Redeemer Radio app. So, sisters, one of your fellow sisters, yeah, uh, has a show with us, uh, The Morning Jolt. Mm-hmm. Have any of you joined her on this program? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Sister Ignatia. Yes, uh, Sister Ignatia with The Morning Jolt. Um, There's another guest in the studio. (laughs) Caitlin's definitely afraid of spiders. I'll tell you a story about that. Yes, please do after we take care of that. (laughs) Apologies for anyone not watching. A uh, another member of. Thank the Lord wanted to wake her up. (laughs) (laughs) Now that Caitlin has gotten her morning jolt. Oh, please go ahead and tell this story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as you heard, Caitlin is new in the convent. And um, one of the very special parts of our day is our our work, our labor for the Lord. And um, so Caitlin and I have been working together in um, the original part of the building. We call it the Provincialate. And, you know, sometimes you get a lot of spiders or other kinds of bugs and you have to take care of them. Well, we were cleaning out um, a doorway. So you open the screen door and then you get to the outside door. And there was kind of like a lot of old cobwebs and leaves and bugs that had accumulated. And so I said, okay, come on, we're going to get our equipment. We're going to go clean this up. (laughs) So you got the vacuum and the broom and the dustpan and this thing that's on a stick that's kind of like an upside down broom, but it's covered with a cloth so that it can get the, the spider webs down from the corners that you can't reach. So we got all of our things and we're kind of cleaning out the bottom corners. And then Caitlin looks up to the top left and she says, oh, is this a spider web? Oh my gosh, this spider web. Get, get that, get that down. <laughs> so I look up and I see the spider web and I look back down. And when I looked up again, I noticed it wasn't just a web. It was um, very occupied <laughs> with lots of baby spiders, plus the mama spider who was huge. Okay. <laughs> and um, another thing that you haven't learned about Caitlin yet is that she's a really good softball player. She even played in college. She's very athletic. And um, combine that with this fear of spiders in this moment. Okay. So she said, get it down, get it down. All right. Well, you can't just kind of swat at it because you don't know where the spider's going to end up. You have to be very careful about your approach. So I looked a little more closely. Yeah, we saw it was full of the babies. So she said, get, can I get the raid? <laughs> she just thought it would be safer to spray it first. And then, you know, you wouldn't have to worry about it and getting away. So she went to get the raid, which... You know, in the convent, sometimes things last for a while. So this was 
This is probably from the 1970s. It was called Buggy Whip. <laughs> so she, as soon as I tell her that she can go get the raid, she takes this broom on a, on a stick thing and she kind of like throws it down the hall and takes off running. And it just looked to me like she was at bat and then like hit a grand slam and throws the bat and starts running the base. <laughs> but we did take care of the spider. And all her babies, and I think Caitlin sleeps better at night now. I do. I really do. (laughs) (laughs) So slight backtrack. You said, um, have all three of you been on Morning Jolt or just a couple of you? Uh, Caitlin, obviously, you're pretty pretty new. It's in my five-year plan. (laughs) 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 The Morning Jolt, and it sounds like you'd also like to be on on a show with Kyle Hyman at some point. Yeah, how'd you know? He's a big fan, Kyle. So, Kyle, if you're listening, Caitlin would love to be on anything that you do. Uh, So feel free. You have a standing uh, offer to be a guest if you are ever in need. Uh, But back to the morning jolt. uh, What were some of the things that you discussed on on your episodes? Um, We talked a little bit about culture. Um, You know, just the noise that we're surrounded by and silence. Um, We talked about... You know, the formation process for sisters. Um, Talked about Jesus. Yeah, those were kind of the main things. Um, The daily gospel. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, We did a couple episodes on St. Joseph. Hmm. Since it's the year of St. Joseph, we want to talk about him and how special he is to us. And we actually, the first thing we did was a practice episode, and I just printed out a bunch of bad jokes to so that we could practice using the equipment in the vocation office and make sure everything worked well. And Kyle ended up using a bad joke episode. I don't recommend it. <laughs> but sometimes bad jokes are the best jokes. Yeah. We're being really, really honest. Uh, what were some of those bad jokes? I have such a terrible memory. You I don't, do it no, I, don't I got I'm, one. Okay. Oh, let's hear it. <clears throat> well, actually, I have a few, but um, one of them is. So a friend of mine gave this bald man a comb and he was so touched by it. And he said, oh, I will never part with this. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. that's pretty bad. That <laughs> great and horrible at the same time. Oh, it's a bit of a thinker, too. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Um, so we talked for a second about... Um, you discussed the formation process uh, on the show. Could you uh, give everyone listening and watching a little bit of a of a glimpse into that process? Yeah, yeah. So as you know, Caitlin is a postulant. And so, yeah, you start off um, a postulant to postulate something is to question. You know, they're discerning um, the community. The community is discerning them. Um And so they're seeing, okay, can I live this life? And then God willing, they make the next step to be a novice. And so two years as a novice. And there you're really delving into the vows and the gospel um, and deeper the way of life of a sister. Um, And then after that, temporary vows. Um, And so then temporary vows. So poverty, chastity, and obedience are the vows. Um, to live joyfully this religious life um, and to be more conformed to Christ, who is poor, chaste, and um, obedient. And um, five years of temporary vows, and during that time you renew them too. Um, And then typically after eight years, um, you profess final vows or perpetual vows. Do you have anything to add to that? You did a great job, sister. Yeah, it's it's a nice, concise explanation well done well Well, we are a few minutes away from our first break uh off or at the moment uh we have we are still waiting on our first donation we are waiting on that first pledge for someone to call in i know that the sisters have had a huge impact in the community anyone who would like to to show a little bit of their appreciation feel free to call in like i said whether you give Oh, we got our first pledge. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> waiting, waiting. Uh, we'll let them type and I'll just keep talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, you have all had a huge impact on this community, like I said. Um, just of the people that I know, 
I can't think of more than maybe a few who haven't been impacted by you in one way or another. Um, so from, from me personally, thank you so much for that. But anyone else who would like to show that appreciation, free to call or text give to 260-436-9598 or go to RedeemerRadio.com slash give or the Redeemer Radio app and help them to reach this goal of $2,000. Like I said, 10 calls will get us a quarter of the way there because that will get us a $500 bonus. It looks like the person who pledged said, I loved stopping at the Mount to pray and the Mm -hmm. sisters in in their adoration chapel and love the joy they bring everywhere they go. I know that uh, COVID has kind of put a little bit of a halt on the Adoration Chapel. Is that still mm. close to the public at the moment? Okay, yeah, that's so. Yeah. I know that, like, for, again, for the high school kids that I was with, that was always mm. one of their their things. They'd say, oh, we're all going to meet up at the at, on the hill, and we're going to go to Adoration, and then we'll go to dinner or something afterwards. Mm. Um, I know that a lot of people are anxiously awaiting for that opportunity to come back. Another one? Sorry. Reading notes and trying to talk at the same time, not doing a great job. Anyways, um, sisters, we. I just had a thought and completely blew <laughs> <laughs> it. It is eight twenty-seven in the morning. I have had a half a cup of coffee, <laughs> and we are almost there. I evidently need my morning jolt this morning. <laughs> um, so. Obviously, it has, uh, like we said, the Adoration Chapel is closed, but we have not had to um, completely halt your influence on the community. You're still able to teach in the schools. You're able to do your um, healthcare outreach. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, what do some of you do on that on that outreach portion? Mm-hmm. Um, one of my roles is uh, assistant vocation director. So I get to travel with Sister Ignatia. We go to high schools, colleges, um, Catholic conferences. And uh, meet with the young people, especially with the young women, uh, one-on-one. And just we're present and available to anyone who's interested in religious life or anyone who just wants to ask questions about prayer or how to deepen their relationship with Jesus. Um, One thing we did this summer was we went to the Damascus summer youth camp where Caitlin was serving. And we had a lot of we had a lot of fun with her, but we also had a, a lot of beautiful times of prayer formation, adoration, praise and worship. Um, so that was one of my one of my positive, real positive experiences from the summertime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard um, we uh, our parish and um, our our pastor, Father Jacob, uh, sent some kids out there this summer. And I know of a lot of other kids who have gone. One of my former um, youth group kids actually helped run or helped. It was a volunteer at the camp this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it as crazy as it sounds? Yeah, like? it's crazier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she wasn't even at a week of camp. Like, she was at training. So just come to week of camp and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. We have our second pledge. Would one of you like to read that? Oh, you don't, oh, I don't see it. <laughs> okay. Well, on the break, I will fix that for them. But for now, I will read this second pledge. Sister, sisters of Perpetual Adoration, we love the sisters. Hearing Sister Regina's voice this morning brought a smile to my Aww. face. May God bless you all, Michelle and Eric. Oh, Shiko. Oh, hi, friends. <laughs> I'm praying for you. Thank you so much. And on that, it is just about 830. We're going to go ahead and go to our bottom of the hour break. Uh, again, one more time before we go, call or text give 260-436-9598 or go to RedeemerRadio.com slash give or the Redeemer Radio app. My name is Sean Scott. I am with the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration, and we will be back shortly. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by becoming a recurring donor. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on Sherathon and allow us to focus on programs and future needs. Your recurring donation can be automatically charged to a credit or debit card or transferred from a bank account. I came back to my faith in my mid-20s, and so for the period of time that I was not practicing, I feel like I missed out on a lot, a lot of 
learning and enrichment and understanding the Catholic viewpoint. So Redeemer Radio and its programming helps me. I feel like I'm catching up and and it, it just fills my brain and heart with so many wonderful things to keep me thinking throughout the day. Redeemer Radio programs accompany listeners at every stage of their faith journey. For men and women raised in the faith and those searching for the fullness of the truth, our programming has something for everyone. Your donation helps bring the truth of the Catholic faith to listeners 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It costs about $120 to provide Redeemer Radio listeners with one hour of Catholic programming. All donors who give this amount or more automatically qualify for a specially designed t-shirt. Call today and support Redeemer Radio's efforts to amplify the voice of the Creator with content that invites. And we are back with the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Abjuration as I almost knocked my microphone (laughs) to the ground. Thank you so much again for joining us, sisters. Uh, You were mentioning during the break that uh, Redeemer Radio has had uh, a bit of an impact on many of your lives. Would you like to dive into that a little bit more? Sure. Yes. Sister Emmanuel and I were just kind of reminiscing and sharing about how we've been blessed by Redeemer Radio. Um, she's from Fort Wayne. I'm from South Bend. Mm-hmm. So we're both right there in the area. Mm-hmm. And um, you want to start on how we... Yeah, we were laughing. I was telling her, oh, I remember going to clinicals early in the morning and I'd turn on Redeemer Radio and Archbishop Fulton Sheen was on the radio and I'd be fired up for clinicals. <laughs> <laughs> and Sister Regina's like, me too. <laughs> it was before her clinicals too. And um, yeah, or like going to work and the rosary was on. It was whatever I needed. The Lord spoke to me through Redeemer Radio. Mm-hmm. No joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also really like to listen to the different talk shows that were on. I yeah. before I entered the convent, I was in the car um, at least at least two hours a day, and so or maybe three sometimes. So I, I would almost always have Catholic radio on, and just felt so enriched and accompanied in my faith journey. Um, yeah, just whatever, like Sister Emmanuel said, whatever I heard, mm-hmm. uh, I, it was something that I can put to use in my daily life and yeah. and help me grow in my faith. So I was always mm-hmm. very grateful for that. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, Real quick, uh, one thing I did forget to mention earlier, if you do make a pledge, uh, as I had mentioned, $120 gets you that very soft, very comfortable made for greatness t-shirt that the Pope is wearing Uh, for $500, $500 or more will get you a day sponsorship. But also at the $300 level, if you donate $300, you are entered for an opportunity to win two tickets to the Notre Dame USC game. Uh, I do know that the quote unquote cheap seats for this game are going for $250 a piece. Uh, but for the, uh, for $300, you can have the opportunity to win two of them, which is a minimum of $500 value. I do not know where these seats are, but I know that it will be a good game as long as USC can actually get a head coach by then. Oh. We'll see. They currently do not mm. have one that I know of, unless I haven't been paying attention to the headlines. Mm. That's more Andre's department. But anyways, uh, so that is an opportunity for you to go to that game. Uh, if you call or text, give to 260-436-9598. Go to RedeemerRadio.com slash give or on the Redeemer Radio app. So, sisters, you also mentioned that you have an event coming up for any young ladies who might be trying to figure out what's going on in their lives. Would you like to dive into that a little more? Yeah. Are you a young woman between the ages of 18 and 30? (laughs) Do you feel called to spend more time with Jesus Christ in adoration? Um, do you wonder what he may be calling you to in your life? Uh, are you attracted to religious life? We have a discernment retreat for you. (laughs) We have, um, we have, so we have about three discernment retreats a year and we host them. That's a very special event, uh, for young women who feel that the Lord may be calling them to religious life or at least to explore the opportunity, um, the possible invitation So it's a Friday night to Sunday morning thing. And our next one is November 12th to the 14th. Um, You can sign up on our website, which is uh, www.sspa.org. You can actually put your prayer requests on our website as well. um, And those will go to our Perpetual Adoration Chapel. And our sisters who come in every hour will pray for your intentions. 
Um, but yeah, if you're interested in a discernment retreat, um, we're so blessed every time we've had when we've been able to um, have a priest come in and he gives different talks and he has mass and um, ex- exposition and benediction for us, confession. Um, you get some, some time to spend with the sisters and with other young women who are discerning. You get some time for prayer and um, just a great weekend. So if that's an interest to you, you can apply online. Excellent. Yes, I highly encourage any young ladies who in any way just don't know what's next in their life. Um, I do uh, a family friend or a friend, a family that I am friends with. One of their daughters is currently with the order. And now for some reason, I am completely spacing on her <laughs> name. Uh, I know her, her, her given name, her, her birth name, but I'm totally spacing on the name that she took when she joined the order for some reason. But the Staley family. Oh, oh Sister Fia. Thank you. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Just, yeah, I still haven't gotten past that half a cup of coffee yet. But anyways, um, I do know other other young ladies who have gone through the discernment retreat, gone and just visited, spent time with the sisters. Um, and even if they didn't end up joining the order, the amount of impact that that had on their lives and their discernment process um, and just their outlook on life has been incredible. So again, one more time, thank you so much for all that you do. Um, and as the name states, the Sisters of St. Francis of uh, Sisters of mm-hmm. St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration, I'd imagine that there is a lot of time of prayer and reflection um, in your in your daily lives. Um, has anything uh, in that time really kind of stood out? Any any kind of revelations or or just kind of things that have kind of God has really laid on your heart recently uh, that you'd like to share with us. I think I think we're kind of excited to talk about the gospel for the day, (laughs) because this is one that we've shared about on multiple occasions, has a special meaning for all of us. Um, So this is from Luke chapter seven, starting with verse thirty six and up until chapter eight begins. So it's the pardon of the sinful woman. And. It doesn't name the sinful woman. So some people say, you know, it could be Mary Magdalene. We don't know. But what we do know is that we can be in this woman's place. And we also can approach Jesus um, and pour ourselves out completely for him. And he just delights in that gift. So um, we, yeah, we just, we just Mm -hmm. love this one. I don't know if you want to kind of jump in there and... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I actually, Sister Regina once said this to me that I've changed the way I look at the, I read this part of the scripture um, that, yeah, she pours the the ointment, the nard on Jesus. And we think about that, like, that's what would have been the scent, that would have the smell he would have had on the cross. So like the, her Mm -hmm. offering of herself in the, in the form of this ointment, like the offering of that, that fragrant that it says another place in scripture to be the aroma of Christ, right? That the aroma of Christ. And we think about Song of Songs too, which talks about like the aroma of Christ. Um, but like, that's what would have been like, that was like a very tangible offering of herself. That was an aroma. And then it was that same offering that like he received and they like, carried with him on the cross. And that's like the gift, the scent he was giving off was like the fruit of our love was what he was sharing with us on the cross. Um, and that, yeah, so like that just blew my mind thinking about the fact that like the ointment that was poured on him the days before would have been the same way that he would have smelled, um, on the cross. Like that would have been like the tangible way of like reminding us or reminding her of like the offering she gave, but then reminding us of like his receptivity of our hearts in that way. Mm-hmm. He has like a leader of this ointment, right? So um, the, there's another version of when Jesus is anointed and it's in John 12, right? Six days before Passover. So six days before he's dying on the cross. And it's this leader of costly perfumed oil, genuine aromatic spike nerd, which if you look online, it's like um, it's, so, it's just beyond expensive. My, uh, my sister-in-law used to work at a company that made perfumes and she said it was so expensive. They sold it by the drop. And so this was, um, the gospel tells us that it was worth a hundred days wages or 300 days wages or something like that. So like basically a year's salary. Um, so, I mean, depending on if you think about how much you make in a year and it's all in one bottle and you pour it out in one instant, but Jesus is so worthy of, all that and more. And that's what this woman is showing us today. And she has this, um, 
I read this book. It's called The Way of the Disciple, and it's uh, by Erasmo Leva Maracacus. I know that's like a mouthful, but if you Google The Way of the Disciple, you might find this book. And it has um, different reflections on different passages of Scripture. And in this one, he points out that in this event, the Pharisee and Jesus are having a conversation with words, but the Pharisee has no love for Jesus. And then you look at the woman, the woman and Jesus are having a conversation in silence of great love, no words, but with movements and with actions and with expressions and with gazes that are exchanged. And he is greatly loved by her. And she is so greatly loved by him that it's moved her to tears, enough tears to wash his feet. So um, I like to see that as a model of silent adoration, um, that when we approach the Lord, we don't even always have to have a lot of words, but our gaze upon him quenches his thirst and his gaze upon us quenches our thirst for love. And there's so much more that we can show in our actions uh, sometimes than in our words. We are up to five pledges at this point. I'm not sure is your, excuse me, is your screen up to date with us? Would you like to read a couple of those uh, pledges on there? Um, Julian Veldman, um, uh, Tanya's challenges all the, oh, whoops. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, you can read that whole thing. Okay. Challenges all the Veldmans in South Bend, Mishawaka to pledge this hour for the sisters. <laughs> Good challenge. <laughs> yes, we have five, 15 minutes to get five more to get that yeah. $500 bonus. So. And then um, we have uh, Jennifer Powell. Thank you, the, uh, sisters, for answering the call. You are making me smile listening to your joyful voices. Prayers for all of you. Ah, oh, thank you, Jennifer. Yeah. God bless you. Thank you, you so much. And uh, so that the other Veldmans can answer that challenge, would one of you like to read off the uh, information on how they can go give? Yes, you can call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598. Uh, or you could go online to RedeemerRadio.com or the Redeemer Radio app. Woohoo! Excellent. And I have been informed that these tickets for the Notre Dame USC game, which you will be entered for an opportunity to receive uh, a three, for a $300 pledge, uh, they are lower bowl tickets. Retail value of $650. So if you are able to get those tickets, you are more than doubling your money by simply helping a good cause and keeping me employed. <laughs> so, um, sisters, that was today's gospel. Thank you so much. That was a beautiful reflection. Um, I never really thought about... Um, like, I, I know they talked about the 300 days of wages. I never thought to really put that in today's perspective. So talking about how um, that shop sells it for literally by the drop. And I don't even want to know how much it is by the drop um, to put that in a modern day perspective. That's always something that I like to do um, when I'm when I'm when I think to do that um, in in reflection and in, in kind of reading through the Gospels and through the readings. Um, are there any other um readings or, or gospels or just mm -hmm. just time and prayer um, that have really kind of led you to anything recently? Well, we just had a five-day silent retreat, um, all those in formation. So jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, and we had this great Dominican priest, Father Philip Neary, he was studying at Notre Dame, and uh, he gave us conferences during this retreat, and it was on falling in love with the cross. Um, you know, we all have the cross in our life. And sometimes it just seems like way up there. I don't really know what the cross is or, um, but it's a person, Jesus, and it's sharing in his redemptive work. And um, so he gave all these different analogies of the cross. Um, and one of my favorites was, um, like he talked about, um, like the, let's say like a pen is the cross and, um, the paper is your life. And then the ink is the blood of Jesus, you know, writing on your life. Um, but my favorite was he talked about the wood of the cross here on earth. So all the suffering in our life, um, you know, when we experience the cross, it's, it's surely not a feel good. Oh, I love it. Jesus. <laughs> Um, but it really is an offering of the pain or the messiness or the confusion. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, it's an offering of that with Jesus because he is the only one that can answer us in that. And it's by his presence. Um, That's how he answers us when we experience the cross. So the wood of the cross on this earth will be the wood of the throne in heaven for us. So it will be fitted for us. um, And that, yeah, I mean, that is our um, ticket to heaven, our ladder to heaven. Um, Yeah, I think that's just beautiful. Um, And tomorrow is the Feast of the Stigmata of St. Francis. And it's also the birthday of our founders of the community. Yeah. So do you want to talk about that? Sure. What about the cross in your life? <laughs> I do. Yeah, well, and I can also talk about it in St. Francis's life and mm-hmm. in Mother Maria Theresia's life. So our foundress is Mother Maria Theresia. She's a blessed. She was beatified in November 2013. Um, so she's from Germany. And she always wanted to live a Franciscan life. And she, uh, when she knew she was called to religious life, she knew she wanted perpetual adoration as well. So those things that she's combined um, were so blessed to be received into these days. And she did, like St. Francis, have a burning love for the cross, a burning mm-hmm. love for the cross. If you have ever read St. Francis's life, he really just turns everything upside down. Um, he sees, he just could see everything as God's love. It didn't matter what happened to him. Um, he saw it as an expression of God's love for him up to the point of burying the wounds of Jesus. I mean, when he received the stigmata, the nails were literally through his hands and feet, like the heads of the nails on the insides of his hands. And then the nail was bent around on the other side and he lived for two years with, and it was painful. Hmm. Um, He also had the wound in his side that would bleed from time to time. And he would, he wanted to, when he first received them, he wanted to keep them covered because he thought it was, you know, to better to keep the secrets of the Lord to himself. But One of his brothers said, no, this is for the edification of others. Mm -hmm. So humble and obedient, as Francis always was, he complied. And um, he just was driven to an even deeper praise and surrender to the Lord in all of his all of this pain. Um, He felt himself completely unworthy to suffer like this. We're usually like, okay, if I'm if I'm suffering I feel like take it away. No, yeah, you know, it's not a matter of being worthy of it. We usually try to avoid it. But St. Francis saw it completely opposite. He saw it as an opportunity to be more conformed to Jesus, more like him and an expression of his own love in return. Um, And that was the attitude of our foundress. So we just brought some little um, papers here and she it's not like she's trying to prove that she can carry the cross or something. She she completely admits her weakness. She says, Many kinds of crosses will come, but the Lord helps and gives new strength to the weak. And I think that's that's the um, that's the moment of allowing Jesus into our life when we realize we're completely dependent upon Him. We need His strength. We're totally weak, and that's the space um, for entering into a deeper intimacy with Jesus in our weakness. Excellent. Thank you so much. That was very beautiful. Um, I always loved, um, I'm sure what exactly what it was, but St. Francis always held kind of a special place for me. Um, I went to a uh, Franciscan college for a little while in Indianapolis, Marion University. It was Marion College back then. Yeah. Um, but always hearing the different stories and the different things from his life and the different ways um, that his, his spirituality had kind of influenced others and, and kind of his own approach to it. Um, always kind of resonated the the uh, wanting to keep it to himself and keep it private for a while uh, until somebody finally told him, "No, you need to you need to share this. This is meant something that's meant to be shared." That that always struck home with me because I was I was very much the similar way uh, when I was younger and and kind of really coming into my faith. Um, so yeah, hearing reflections and kind of de- de- delves into his life uh, always. You hit a special place with me. Um, we are up to eight pledges. Ooh, we are almost to ten. Two more. Oh, we not, can do it. Nine minutes to go. Two more pledges. We are at $1,085. So those two more pledges will just about get us not just the quarter of the way, but to our goal. Uh, we are about $1,100 away from our goal. Or No, not $1,100. I can't do math. We're about to $1,100, which means we are about... $900 away from our goal. 
Feldmans can text their pledge to Julianne <laughs> or Buck, who are volunteers today, I have been told. So, Feldmans, if you would like to text Julianne or Buck at 260-436-9598, you can text them, give, and they will get your pledges in. So please do that. Help these sisters get these two more to get that $500 bonus. Even better if we can get that $900 to our $2,000 goal. Oop, here we go. One more. Aww. Would one of you like to read that? Christy Caseron Facebook says, Sister Emmanuel, your joy inspired my husband to donate this hour. Aw, God bless you. Oh, Thank so you. Precious. Thank you so much. Oh, there's one more up Thanks, there. Christy. Thank you, Bernie and Pam Feldman, for answering the challenge. Oh, I missed that one. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are at 8.52. We have eight minutes left in this hour. We only need two more pledges to get to that bonus. Uh, sisters, what's new in life? <laughs> <laughs> well, I entered the convent, so that's, <laughs> that's pretty me, fresh. That is pretty fresh for you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as we've been talking about these reflections, uh, obviously some prayer and reflection had to go into that process. I'd, yeah. I'd assume you talked about kind of the uh, the knock of humility that you receive. <laughs> Wasn't I joking? No. What's that? No, no, just... Oh, the spider? Wait, what? Oh, no, no, you, you had said earlier that it, there was yeah. a spider oh, yeah, baby that, and <laughs> that you had to overcome. Um, what was kind of that final nudge that pushed you into to saying yes mm -hmm. to the Sisters of St. Francis? Yeah. I, uh, last fall, I was here uh, three times over the course of last fall. And I remember um, I was on a walk with Sister Ignatia. And we had this place in our convent called Meditation Hill. And I had already kind of known at this point um, back in the summer that I was going to I was going to enter there. But her and I didn't talk about that until like later. Um, we both kind of knew. But I remember like on this walk that I finally just kind of shared some of the fears I had and some of the areas of like also deep joy. And I think her receptivity of that and then also just her very blunt but pastoral but not putting up with my lies, but like very much joyful, <laughs> like response to me would just like made me feel so seen and known. Um, and then I like knew for sure the Lord wanted that, but then it was honestly later, um, after it already been accepted, had the papers, um, I received a special message on my birthday from Sister Regina and Sister Ignatia that was actually a confirmation of a promise or a desire that I had spoken to the Lord a year prior. And I was like, Lord, this is what I want from a community, basically just to be desired, to be um, to be one with them. And if they just like took pride that I was with them, like just something along those lines. And um, for a birthday message, they in the silly little comments, they actually just fulfilled that desire. And so that was just like I already knew. But then it was actually like this past summer that like it was just like the extra confirmation that I needed that just kind of confirmed what I already felt in that walk with Sister Ignatia mm -hmm. and then prior like the summer before. So Yeah, it's amazing how those little things can always have, have such a deep impact, like a little comment or, yeah. or just a simple walk. Um, all these things that are just so beautiful. Ooh, we have hit our ninth pledge. Right. One more to go for that $500 bonus. Thank you to Carrie Lang. Um, that distracted me. It's okay. <laughs> what Caitlin had said had made me think of something else to ask you and to fill this five minutes. But now you're just going to hear me talk about having to fill the five. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like what Caitlin yes, said, though. Um, yeah, like we can ask the Father for anything. I love the gospel. And, you know, you're, you can ask the Father for whatever. He's not going to give you a snake. He's not going to give you something deadly or something bad. We have all these fears. Oh, yeah. Um, and also we can ask for confirmation. He knows how weak we mm -hmm. are that we're like, okay, I know, like, I feel that you already answered this, but I need more confirmation yes. now. Like, um, he knows. He knows what our heart needs. So, mm -hmm. yeah, like, ask for anything. And that's for you, anyone listening, anything yeah. in your life. Um, he is a good father, and he does want to give you the joy of heaven. He wants to give you everything. Yeah, and uh, one thing I'd add, too, is, like, um, probably the biggest thing of all the things was I prayed at the wedding at Cana a lot. And with a particular area that was hard for me, and it's still hard for me to— um, to let go and to and to pursue, yeah, just continue to work with that. I thought about the wedding at Cana and that the Lord doesn't just, he doesn't just give me the good wine. Like he 
the more that we offer him our jars, that he's always going to turn it into the best wine. And so mm. um, that's like, yeah, that was for me, my discernment. But yeah, like just to Sumania, just shout out to all of you. Like, it's true that like in these areas of our hearts or areas of our lives that we don't want to let go of something or we're unsure of something, we want clarity that we can trust that just the way Kena that um, he doesn't just take good wine and make it okay wine or just take good wine and leave it there, but he always is making the best wine. And so um, I found that very uh, comforting and very affirming mm-hmm. in seeing like how even though I can't see the fullness of all the things and I can't see the fullness of the best wine that I've received, I know his faithfulness and his truth that he's going to give me the best wine. And I can see that of the freedom of my own heart when I gave him the jar, my jars, my jars filled with water, my jars even filled with the good wine that I had prior to, prior to my life was like before. Um, but then trusting that he's going to bring the best wine. And that and that's really consoling to my heart, too. Um, and really freeing, too, to know that, like, I don't have to. Yeah, he's going to he's not going to give me a snake like he's going to. Fulfill, <laughs> we fulfill don't like in his goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so true. Um, sisters, would one of you like to give that number one more time? Yes, it is two six zero four three six nine five nine eight. Or you can RedeemerRadio.com, go online or the app Redeemer Radio app. Excellent. Thank you so much. Again, we are at nine pledges. One more to go. Uh, $300 gets you entered for those Notre Dame USC tickets. $120 gets you that Made for Greatness t-shirt. Any thoughts on that slogan, sisters? I love it. (laughs) What do you think? Is is the first part from Pope Benedict where he says, you are not made for comfort, Comfort you are made for greatness. greatness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly where it was pulled from. Okay, but the t-shirt is comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) So here you get both. It is an extremely soft t-shirt. So at this point, you are both comfortable and great. Yeah. And reminding others that they're made for greatness. They'll be like, what does that mean? And then you can tell them about Jesus. Yeah. But you can also receive the comfort of the t-shirt as like you're called to greatness, but then by choosing to pursue that call and pursue the Lord and receive (laughs) the anointing he has for your life, that the t-shirt itself, like it's just a reminder of the fullness of the life that you have and the abundant life that you have. So it's not comfort. It's just the comfort of the abundance of life that you're going to have when you step into the greatness you're called to. Way to take the next level. We <laughs> tend to do so. It's great. And we have received our 10th oh, pledge. <laughs> thank you so thank much you. to everyone who helped uh, us reach that $500 bonus. You. I'd imagine we are pretty close to our $2,000 goal. I don't know exactly what that number is yet, but we are just about at the end. Sisters, would one of you like to close us in prayer? Go for it. Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the generosity um, that you've inspired in all of our donors this hour. We thank you for the gift of Catholic Radio and all those who serve in this ministry so that you might be known, loved, trusted, praised, blessed for all eternity. Um, We ask you to continue to send forth your Holy Spirit upon us and send him forth to renew the face of the earth, our whole church. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much again, sisters. We have reached that 10th pledge. We are. Uh, we had the $500 bonus. That last pledge was hi to sisters Emmanuel and sister Regina from sister Emmanuel's hi, mom. mom. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you, Sister Emanuel's mom, for getting us over that hump. (laughs) And thank you again so much, sisters, for joining us one more time. If you are just now hearing this, whether you're getting it on the podcast later or you're just jumping in on Facebook or YouTube, you can still donate to this specific hour, no matter what hour it is that you're listening. Uh, Just call or text 260-436-9598. Go to RedeemerRadio.com slash give or go to the Redeemer Radio app. And in the notes, just mention that you want to give to the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration Hour. Oh, wow. I actually got that out. (laughs) We made it to $1,800, only $200 short of our goal. I have a feeling that somebody listening later will get us there. (laughs) Thank you again so much, sisters. And thank you to everyone for listening and joining us today. We will be back shortly with our next hour, which is St. Joe South Bend. And until then, I will talk to you later. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean.